Welcome to this week's edition of Ocean Allison, where I bring you the best in ocean science, education, and conservation through conversations with people who are creating positive change for the ocean. Ocean Advocate is Suzanne Vanderveeken. Suzanne is an ocean adventurer promoting responsible travel and environmental stewardship. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to the show. Hey, Alison. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited to talk to you about all of your ocean adventures and activism. To give our listeners a little bit of background, Suzanne and I have never actually met before in person. Suzanne is currently in Holland and I am in California. And uh, we met through social media, actually on Instagram. We are both super active on there, finding a lot of value in it. And uh, you can find Suzanne at Oceanpreneur on social media, on Instagram and Twitter. So uh, thanks, Suzanne, for uh, being active on social media. I'm glad we could connect that way. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to have met you through Instagram. I'm not sure how we exactly got connected, but uh, when I was going through your profile, we have so much similarities in the work we do. And I think it was about the same day that we messaged each other, like we have to we have to connect. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think we both realized around the same time, oh, wow, yeah. we're very similar. We need to connect. So you've had a lot of really amazing ocean adventures and you have had other adventures over the last 10 years of your career that have taken you away from the ocean and you've said that you always felt the ocean calling you back. Can you talk a little bit about your more recent decision to really make the ocean your focus, whether it's traveling on the ocean and being an advocate for the ocean? Can you talk a little bit about the motivation to make that your focus? Yeah, sure. So basically, I've been slow traveling around the world for 10 years now, but there was always one consistency, and that was the calling of the ocean. I also, I always ended up in coastal towns, island destinations, places where I could just be next to or or on the ocean. I'm also um, a big water sports lover. I got into surfing, then scuba diving. Then I got into kitesurfing, and quite recently I got into freediving and then sailing. So I have all these ways of connecting to the ocean. And I want to do something for the ocean, because by doing all these sports and by being next to the ocean, I really start to feel a special connection with the ocean. I also learned how much the ocean really needs us. So, yeah, I started with my my travel blog a few years ago, focusing on responsible travel. And then when I was getting into the whole sailing thing, I've been doing different projects, adventures, kitesurfing and sailing trips, like kitesurfing and co-working trips. I've been buzzing a lot on the social media, but basically all these different things I've been doing always had some sort of connection to the ocean. So last year... I decided to start branding myself as the oceanpreneur. And under that, I put all these different projects I'm doing for the ocean because I think it's important. So since I've been doing only that. So you've had all these incredible ocean adventures because you love to connect with the ocean in all these different ways like freediving and 
sailing and kite surfing. Somewhat recently, you've gotten into hitch sailing, and this is a really cool mode of travel, very sustainable, obviously, um, using wind energy. Can you talk about hitch sailing, what it is, and your experience doing it? So hitch sailing, I see as basically hitchhiking, but then on sailing boats. I was really fascinated by boats, especially by sailing boats, but I didn't grow up with boats at all. So how do you how do you get into that if you don't don't have any sailing experience? I was basically also without a budget to take any sailing course. And it was a few years ago when I was doing an internship at an adventure travel company in Queensland, Australia. After this internship, I wanted to reward myself with a coastal trip in um, in Queensland. And one of the highlights there is the Whitsunday Islands. But the sailing trips organized there are very, very expensive. There was no way I could afford it. So I started to looking into alternative ways to be able to explore the Whitsunday Islands. So I started looking online um, for people with sailing boats and also also went to a few harbors. See if I could maybe find a sailor who was happy to share the, the duties on board, share the rides in exchange for sometimes a little bit of money, like the end of the day, or to just help out, um, help out with the sailing or with the cooking. So I found a boat in Australia. It was really, really amazing experience to explore these islands with this way of travel. Then I also basically started my dream to sail around the world once. But that's quite a big thing. So to get into this a bit more, I decided to hitch sail across the Atlantic Ocean. And that's something I've been digging into last year. And eventually with that, I also found a boat, hitch sailed across the Atlantic Ocean. And I also found a boat to sail back from the Caribbean back to Europe. And I loved every, every second of it. It's a beautiful way to explore the world with very little uh, negative impact on the environment, just powered by the wind. So you're traveling in this way, you're hitch sailing, you're using wind power to travel you around the world, maybe some solar power to uh, power your boat. What are some of the most sustainable ways that people can travel? Maybe they're sailing, maybe they're not sailing. What are some things that people can do as travelers to have less of a negative impact on the planet and more of a positive impact? Yeah, there's a lot you can do when you're already planning your next trip, for example. Well, the mode of transport makes a big impact on the environment, going by train, or public transport already has much less of a negative impact than by taking a long-haul flight to another continent. Also, what you pack to go on holiday, take a reusable water bottle, a reusable straw, a reusable cup, fork, knife, because especially if you're going on a trip to the developing world, wherever you go, you will get a straw in your drink, or you will get a plastic bag with your shopping, or you, you're dependent on bottled water, just by already bringing these yourself, you can avoid hundreds of plastic items from ending up in the trash. Because when it ends up in the trash, it eventually, in many cases, means the ocean. Also, where you spend your money. Check out these accommodation providers that are, for example, locally owned and locally staffed. So the money you bring into a place really remains in the community, in the destination and gets reinvested in the destination. It helps for a place to stay authentic. 
for example, what else you can do is if you come across great initiatives, community-based tourism initiatives or other amazing things you see that are for the good for the planet, share these things on social media or tell your friends about it or highlight these in your review you you write so the next person deciding for that trip can maybe also make this decision and enhance a place like this so that's a few things we can all do when we're going on a trip and so in your travels around the world because i know that you're kind of constantly traveling what are some of the main things that you do in in your everyday travel lifestyle that you feel really has a large impact on making the ocean and and the world a better place? Well, my way of traveling is very, very slowly. So whenever I go somewhere, I always try to stay as long as possible, work on my projects from there. So the negative impact my transport has to go to a certain place will be minimized. I don't want to take planes back and forth and these kind of things. Uh, whenever I can, I always try to find a boat, to go hitchhiking a boat. Or basically the second thing I do when I arrive in a place, after finding a place to stay, I try to find a bicycle. After all, I'm Dutch. We need a bicycle wherever we go. Wherever I go, I always have a water bottle with me. Actually using a filtered water bottle these days from which I can just scoop water out of a river and can just drink it so I can also just take tap water from any tap anywhere in the world and it's just safe to drink so I never ever have to buy a plastic bottle anymore. Uh, I travel with with a reusable straw to save some straws but also to it makes people think about oh yeah um, maybe I can do this too. Something else I do every day for example I put one photo on Instagram uh, with whatever adventure or action I had in that day or whatever I learned about the local culture or whatever exploration I had with the ocean, what I learned so to share it with also others so others can um, maybe learn from that or get inspired. I think that's really great that you you know it's not just about having these experiences, it's about sharing them. And now that we have this social media world that we can share with anyone across the planet, it's really incredible tool to use. And it's great that you make a point of it every day to share what you have learned or what you've experienced in regards to travel or the ocean. So I want to talk a little bit about being a social entrepreneur being a mobile digital activist, can you talk about working in that way and incorporating not just activism, but also fun and adventure into your life so that you're enjoying it? Yes. So what I think is really important is, well, to be able to keep going, we also need to have fun. We need to have adventures. Because that makes you really excited. And the more you out there, the more you in nature, the more you also feel connected to it and encourage you to do something about it and to really preserve it. So I think the combination of it works very energetic. It really incentivizes to accordingly act for nature because we use it as our playground. So yeah, the more I'm out there, the more I'm energized to take on projects for that. And to really create change and to make the world and the ocean a better place. Exactly. So that's something I also try with the different projects I'm doing. 
organizing adventure trips to really get people enthusiastic about the place, about the ocean, so they really get triggered to do something about it. That's why also, for example, I took on freediving instructing. I can also uh, instruct people now to safely learn freediving. And it's amazing to really make someone able to go through that experience. And then they start caring more. That's also a reason now why I'm writing uh, a book about the whole hitch sailing trip I've been doing. Because I like to help people get into this. Also maybe think it's impossible to do it, but it's really, it's really all possible. And if they can see for themselves how amazing this adventure is and they get to see the ocean, they get to learn about the situations that are going on in the ocean, they get, they get more triggered to do something. So that's what I hope to encourage by having fun, by having adventure to also act. Yeah. And you actually have an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign going on right now for your book. Can you talk a little bit about that and how people can support you via that campaign? Yeah, sure. So I'm compiling all this information I've learned during this whole hitch sailing trip. It's a bit about my story, but it's also about how you can prepare, how you can find a boat, how you can get into all this if you don't have a budget or sailing experience. I also interviewed another 40 hit sailors, people who, were, who have been doing the same, and uh, loads of captains to really get a good idea about this whole, whole situation, how it exactly works. I'm compiling all this information into a, into a book, but it's quite a project. So to really be able to turn it into a nice book, well edited, because I'm also not a native English speaker, to get the nice design and, and all that, I do need some funds. So I uh, started a crowdfunding campaign for that. Also, but to get the word out that I'm writing this book, why I'm doing this, eventually also to save the ocean. So that campaign is running now. It actually just finished. I still have it open. I leave it open until the end of the month to raise the funds. I've, I've reached my goal already. I, I still like to keep it open because I know there's a few more people that would like to order the book. So I still leave that possibility for now until the end of the month. And then I will close the campaign because I have to focus to get this book finished. That's great. So for listeners, this episode will be coming out just a few days before the end of the month. So I will link to Suzanne's crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo for her hitch sailing book so that you can support her in these last few days of her campaign if, if you'd like to. I also wanted to ask you a little bit about this expedition business that you are starting. Can you talk a little bit about what it is and the motivation behind it and also how uh, I can come along because it sounds really amazing? <laughs> yeah, sure. So while I was in Asia, last winter I've been spending in Asia, I've been going on another hitchhailing trip. I've been hitchhailing from Malaysia to Thailand and the captain of this boat had a connection who has a beautiful sailing yacht available that is just sitting in the harbor, not being used. And he was looking for projects to be organized on that boat. So I saw that as a huge opportunity. So eventually another friend of me came to Indonesia and together we've been developing a plan to use this yacht. And we basically want to bring together social entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial people, creatives, innovators, change makers, people with a drive 
bring these people together and really get energized together, get inspired, get out there together and also involve ourselves with hands-on projects for the ocean, local communities, see where we can lend our hands. Also team up together because together we can create the most beautiful things. There's so many people with such great ideas. We just have to get connected more and team up to really, really make a positive impact. So we're working very hard now to get that ready. And we hope to launch very, very soon. That's great. I think it's such a great idea to bring people together that are these change makers and these innovators, especially, you know, on a boat on the ocean, because whether or not the ocean is their focus, maybe that will turn the conversation to focus on the ocean, which is definitely something that uh, I support. So I wish you all the best of luck with that endeavor. I think that it will be a huge success. Thank you. We're um, we're called the Inspired, Inspiring Pirates. That's great. I love that. Um, So for our listeners, I will also link to Suzanne's website so that you can learn more about the Inspirates, her expedition business for social entrepreneurs trying to make change for our world, as well as her hitch sailing crowdfunding campaign that I mentioned earlier, also her blog and her social media channels so that you guys can connect with Suzanne and all of the amazing things that she's doing as an ocean adventurer and a responsible traveler. So Suzanne, thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much, Alison. It was really great to be in your show. You just heard Suzanne Vanderbeeken, ocean adventurer promoting responsible travel and environmental stewardship. To learn more about the topics discussed in this podcast, visit my website at alisonrandolph.com and tune in to next week's episode to hear another conversation between me and someone creating positive change for the ocean.